0: And welcome back to another edition of Outside the Shoe. This is Meredith Hine, and I'm excited to be joined today by our resident rowing expert, Jeff Hammersley, who is here to walk us through what's new with the Ohio State women's rowing team. Jeff, how's it going today?
1: I'm doing great, Meredith.
0: Great. This past season was a good one for the Buckeyes, who finished second in the Big Ten and fifth nationally with five rowers earning All-American honors. Jeff, what impressed you most about this past season for the Buckeyes?
1: Yeah, the Buckeyes picked up three boat titles at the Big Ten Championships at Devil's Lake in Baraboo, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Hope I got that name right. Collectively, a 171-point effort got them second place overall, first varsity four, third varsity four, and second novice eight one and defended their crowns uh, in the Big Ten Championships while the other crews finished within the top three of their respective competitions. Impression-wise, big fan of the consistency of all the squads. Individually, as you mentioned, five members earned Collegiate Rowing Coaches Association, CRCA, that's somewhere I mentioned them from here on out, All America honors, two of them being first team. Ida Cruz and Lexi Nothdurft were the first team selections, and Jolly Fernandez and Leonie Heuer earned second team honors, while Ida Peterson was an honorable mention selection. Cruz's OSU career is now over and for the last three seasons she's been a focal point of the success earning first team distinction in each of those years. She was a second team all Big Ten honoree after the conference championships and was a member of the 1v8 crew. Uh, that 1v8 crew came in second against the Wolverines uh, in this past conference championships. Also, and this is outside the water, I'm impressed with what the team did in the classroom. Eight Buckeyes were named Big Ten Distinguished Scholars and helped the Buckeyes across all sports to lead the way in total Distinguished Scholars for the year at 131.
0: The Buckeyes have been one of the dominant teams in the sport in recent memory, even winning three straight national championships from 2013 to 2015. This past season, Ohio State finished fifth in the NCAA Championships. How does Ohio State continue to assert itself as one of the top programs in the sport?
1: I think it's the consistency and coaching experience. Andy Teutelbaum is entering his 25th year at the helm of the program. I think that's really huge. A quarter century at one place allows you to be a household name of stability. 50 All-Americans, 33 being first team, have been developed at OSU under him. So if you're a rower in the Midwest or in the country even or even uh, internationally, Ohio State becomes a very attractive destination for a collegiate career. Now, Michigan winning the conference this past spring broke a six-year run of titles for the Buckeyes, which, quite, quite frankly, is insane when you really think about it. Some programs are fortunate enough to win maybe one or two championships, but Teitelbaum has put together a tour de force campaign after campaign, and as you mentioned, he's even, he's even won some national championships, too, while with the Buckeyes. I mean, At the NCAAs, Washington and Stanford were the consistent teams at the top. Ohio State won the first varsity four heat on day one, but lost the A-B semifinals on day two to Stanford. Those semifinal matchups all feature Washington and Stanford above the Buckeyes, but the Buckeyes are still one of the top teams in the Big Ten and on the national stage when it comes to rowing.
0: Not that we like to talk about them in this context, but Michigan actually won the Big Ten this year and placed third in Division One at the NCAA Rowing Championships in Indianapolis last spring. In addition to the Wolverines and the Buckeyes, Indiana, Rutgers, Iowa, and Wisconsin also made the field of 22, with more teams than any other conference. You can expect many of these teams to be back next year, but who do you see as the biggest threat to Ohio State in the Big Ten?
1: Michigan had 186 points in the Big Ten Conference championships compared to Ohio State's 171, and even beat OSU in day one of the NCAAs in the second varsity eight. That wasn't surprising as the 2v8 competition and the Big Ten championships also went in favor of UM. Uh, The Buckeyes closed the gap in the NCAAs, but they still lost to the Wolverines in some instances. That was a theme for the season for the Buckeyes. At a Big Ten dual meet in Columbus on April 13th, Michigan and Ohio State had six sessions where they were against each other, and five of them, the Wolverines, came out on top. Michigan is going to be the team that gives Ohio State a run for the conference again in 2020. I mean, I can see Wisconsin trying to wedge themselves into the mix, but it's a Buckeye-Wolverine world right now in Big Ten rowing.
0: Jeff, we've talked in the past about sports like baseball and tennis, which have traditionally favored warm weather climates. Rowing certainly fits that bill as well as a sport that tends to be ruled by coastal schools. In fact, the past four national champs have been from the Pac-12. What does it mean for teams from the Midwest to find success on a national scale?
1: Uh, that's a tough question. Uh, we talked about it a little bit on our baseball podcast a while ago. Uh, in these kind of sports where weather affects the ability to practice efficiently, the Midwest and cold weather programs will struggle uh, because they don't have the same chances to get in, in the water. Nobody is going to jump in their boat and go for a time trial uh, in the Siota in January. Might be able to pull that off in Palo Alto, but certainly not in Central Ohio. Granted, OSU has been dominant this decade, as you mentioned, with those national titles. However, everybody's adapting. Washington won this year. Stanford was right behind them. Even Texas and California were in the mix, too. Uh, I think this is a case where, again, it's tough. All these other teams are adapting, especially the warmer weather schools, where they have more chances And it's really, it's just one of those geographical disadvantages that, unfortunately, Ohio State has right now. With that being said, I think consistency, stability, and efficiency are the three big components to being successful. Tito is still churning out All-Americans, still getting OSU at the podium and conference championships, and is still punching tickets to the NCAAs. That's incredibly important for long-term success. If the Buckeyes can collect and develop the best talent in the Midwest, the country, and even on a world stage, they'll be able to stay at the top of the rowing mountain, so to speak, and they are still up there right now.
0: Rowing has one of the shortest seasons of any sport, with competition spanning just a couple months, including the postseason. Meanwhile, sports like baseball or basketball, which go a lot longer, give programs which get a slow start the chance to make a comeback come tournament time. For sports with such short seasons, how do teams demonstrate their strength and make a case for a championship when there is so little time?
1: I think it's incredibly tough. Ohio State had, what, five meets before Big Ten championships began? This is the ultimate test of executing on the opportunities given. And that's exactly what the Buckeyes have done. Uh, Their 1v8 squad was one of the only crews that had a winning record midway through the season. And by the end, all seven ended with an above 500 record. I've never rowed before, but the system Tietelbaum has in place is working. I mean, Slow starts evaporate and a real national contender takes hold all within a month. That's some real strong coaching and developing right there.
0: While the collegiate rowing season is dormant at the moment, competition is heating up on the international front. In fact, five Buckeyes competed for four countries last weekend in the 2019 World Rowing Under 23 Championships. Each of these four boats finished in the top five of their respective races. Jeff, what impressed you most about these current Buckeyes in international competition?
1: Not only did some of the boats finish in the top 5, but they took home medals too. Maddie Perrette and Sierra Titi were bronze medal earners for Team USA in the 8+, part of a crew that held off Romania for that medal. Nath Drift picked up a bronze for Australia in the 4+, so those were your 3 medal earners for the Buckeyes. Uh, Heuer and Jesse Vermeer were fifth-place finishers for Germany and the Netherlands, respectively. Heuer in the 8-plus and Vermeer in the 2. What impressed me most was OSU was able to get five representatives at the under-23 championships. And not only that, have all five be in the top five of their respective competitions. I think that is truly extraordinary when you really think about it.
0: And there you have it thanks for joining us for today's edition of Outside the Show. Again, we're joined today by Jeff Hammersley and I'm Meredith Hine. We'll see you next week.